Well, all right, welcome back, Ranch Nation. Hanging out with you guys every Wednesday live right here from one of the premier schools in the country. The East Valley Institute of Technology is where you can find all kinds of great automotive classes, welding classes, pharmaceutical, medical, you name it. There's an economy happening right here, and we are proud to be a part and do the show right here at the East Valley Institute of Technology. Welcome back, my Wrench Nation familia. Susie Sockets, you hanging in the show today. Uh, give me a hug. Let's forget okay. these Okay, virtual hug. Virtual hug. Okay. Yes. All right, that's why. Because you know what? I was upset last week. We did a hug. I, I didn't have you last week I on the know. show. They put me in a corner studio. <laughs> They put me in a corner studio. They said, oh, you got to tape a show. Now, for those of you listening, yes, this is a car talk show, but it's a live show. Live life. Live life. And I don't know if you know anything about this, that, and the other thing about radio. We sure don't. Did you say bradio? Bradio, bro, radio, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying when you got to tape something. Is it the same? Not without you, Susie. Oh. Beautiful, Frank. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No matter how much horsepower we can have on this show, Susie Sockets needs to be a part of this situation. That's right. How you doing? I'm amazing, Frank. Thanks for asking. What about you? I'm always nuts. <laughs> yes, that's a true story. But if you guys are just catching the show, you just, you just, your car, you pulled into whatever, 7-Eleven, you got a Slurpee, nearly spilled your Slurpee listening to this madness. Ranch Nation Car Talk, you're, I don't want to say favorite. People say that. Oh, we're your favorite line of clothing. We're your favorite barbers. But you can have favorites. Can we say yeah, your favorite? your favorite. Now, listen, if you think you, this is, well, I'm going to ask the people. Is this the People's Car Talk Show? I want a text from you. I know I've got a lot of regulars listening. You stop what you're doing. No matter what you... Well, except for the kids. Don't leave the kids in the street. you got to pick up the kids. <laughs> but is this your favorite? I don't like favorites, Susie. Preferred? Choice method? Enjoyed? <laughs> I don't know. Now we're getting silly. I don't know. My podcast people probably can give me some hate. They don't want to listen to favorites. They're not going to give you hate. But if you enjoy this show, all we ask is you get on to WrenchNation.tv. And let us know. Now, what's on WrenchNation.tv? There's a billion websites out there. Well, there's a ton of nice shows I think you guys will enjoy. We know how it is. I mean, you got three to five seconds to listen to anything. You all got ADD. (laughs) Susie? Yes, friend. Am I lying? You're not lying. People don't have attention anymore. So I'm just going to tell you right up front, we know this, we understand. Some of you are already gone because you just, oh, got to get over there. Next. You capture our attention, though. Well, WrenchNation.tv, I mean, you can catch, leave it to Beaver's Tony Dow. We had a 50-year reunion with the Corvair. Yes. 50 years that car came back in his life. Yes. Now here's, uh, I get excited about this community situation. Open change, vehicle donations making a difference. There's a... Uh, organization that has uh, donated uh, north of 6,000 cars on the East Coast. And last week, a bit of my favorite thus far the last six weeks. I'm sorry. Noor Daoud, Palestinian drift racer from Ramallah. Do you know what it's like growing up in Ramallah, Palestine? 
I don't even know where that's at. It's in a very volatile area of the okay. world. Like people are trying to just eat for it. I mean, it's tough. And she is out there breaking the barriers. But that's all on RanchNation.tv. And with that, I will invite you because we're all family up in here. Because we are family and we mean that. Uh, we want you to give us some show ideas. So you, when you get on RanchNation.tv, uh, it's a little... Uh, Email thing. Now, listen, I ain't got, I'm not going to spam you people. You already, your mailbox is already blown up, but get on there because this is a community. Susie, what's shaking in the garage? Well, you know what? I, I, I'm not really going to talk about what's shaking in the garage, but I will say, Frank, I don't know if anybody knows this, and I don't even know if you know this, but you know that I need a new ball joint in my hip. I'm telling you, what is the world come? Susie, you can't be disappearing from the show anymore. I'm not anymore. disappearing from the show, but you know what? I'm going to have a hip replacement. I can't believe this. Yeah. So maybe a, a new ball joint and an upper control arm on my hip. Well, what we, do you think? I think, well, I got an alignment rack. We need to do the alignment <laughs> afterwards. Now, what are your symptoms as I'm going to get into diagnosis? Well, so you know what? I've been limping for about four years, and uh, I, I seem to waddle like a penguin. And uh, the pain's pretty excruciating. I thought it was sciatica this whole time, but my amazing chiropractor says, no, we're chasing something else. Sounds a little more like a hip issue. So wow. I went to see the doctor, and sure enough, worst hip he's ever seen. Man, I hope you do well with that. Thank you very much. I'm just saying, if we have to, if we have to, if if if, if we have to do a show from the emergency room Can over we? there, I'd bring this show wherever you are at, girl. Because <laughs> we are remote. Susie Sockets that. is a part of the situations. <laughs> uh, so you are going to come back in a renewed situation, right? Like you're yes. going to you you're going to be doing just right. That's right. I could be popping wheelies again. So we can get on a go-kart and race together. Heck yeah. And then slowly get up some some LS, LS1 swaps. That's right. Now, you do a lot of hiking, and so that's one of my goals is to get out on the mountains. I don't you. know what it is. I, you know, hiking. Every, you know, I thought to myself the other day, I, and listen, I'm sorry. This is a car talk show. We haven't mentioned anything about cars, but I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> you drive your car up to the mountain, you say, I'm going to go for a hike. Now, why is it people, we are just a busy people. Is it because we're guilty? Oh, I got to get my exercise in. Do you ever feel like this? Or are you are you a lounger? Are you chilling? No, no. I think hiking, no, I enjoy, you know, for, for the most part, it's just getting outside. It's, in, it's a part of enjoying the outdoors. But some of us just don't know when to stop, like this past Memorial Day weekend. Oh, the Mount Everest. That oh, one? well, that, that's that? another. I mean, if you don't know, guys listening, Mount Everest. Boy, oh boy, that's the that's a traffic jam up there, and people yeah, did you dying. see the line of people? Trying I don't know. To get up I don't there? know what's going on. You know, it's like profits before people, right? I don't know, but we better, uh, you know, before we dive into some uh, news, I think it's appropriate for half of you that's still listening. <laughs> They're all listening, Frank. Well, we love you. We do love you. We got a special show, man, and, and truly, this is. I, and I know every week. Well, Frank, you always say you got a special show. I think every show is special. Every show is special. But I'm impartial because I'm on this side of the microphone. <laughs> but I'm telling you, uh, especially for my long, young ladies out there, or my senior citizens, you know, we do classes. Mm-hmm. We do. I do the, I, I teach, I forget half the, new the things we do. Yeah. We do everything from Cub Scouts to senior citizens, automotive educational empowerment situations. And you'd be surprised how many people want to pick up a wrench. Yeah, isn't that cool? Hashtag fake news for those of you that said car culture's dead. That's what I'm saying. It's alive. Well, I have a lady, a wonderful powerhouse, Jeanette Desjardins of that's Car a, Chicks. That's a pretty name. She She's a dynamite. Now, listen, that last name will have you think, well, wait a minute, you got a French baker? 
or a Cajun art maker coming on? I said, no, man, this is Jeanette Desjardins. She is a powerhouse behind Premier Motorsports Organization. And I figured, because our federal government seems to have some grudge situations, would you agree? I agree. Congress can't get along. I agree. They're sniveling, they're fighting, there's grudges, there's... So I figured, why not? Let's take the grudge to the racetrack. You go. And Jeanette Desjardins is brought she in. She doing it, huh? She did it. She, she do, yeah. I mean, she what she did is she brought two of the most talented women behind the wheel to the NHRA Nationals that are happening at Route 66 Raceway this Friday. Tomorrow. Um, that's, that's why she's coming on. We're yeah, trying to help tomorrow. Her. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I want you guys to stay tuned. Maybe we'll cover some weird automotive news on the back end of this show. Uh, you guys know you can text 480-655-8870. We're going to stay tuned. We're going to get into the deep bowels of grudge match racing. And to add to it, amongst a bunch of talented women behind motorsports. You guys stay tuned. Wrench Nation, next. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE-certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, accurateautomotiveaz.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, get on over to WrenchNation.tv. And don't forget, if you catch uh, bits and pieces uh, in and out of the show, uh, every weekend we upload the Sunday podcast. And we are getting some of your texts, which is really cool. Thank you, Susie. You're getting love. They want you to recover. Yes. One individual said they couldn't believe you were over the age of 24. We'll take ooh, you take that one. Just turned 55 on Saturday. Hey, we celebrate 50-something. Right. I don't all my 50-somethings out there. You know, we just went backwards, man. We early 20s. <laughs> but uh we are honored and privileged. I, I need to set this uh next guest up who has uh done some pretty incredible things by way of motorsports. Uh Car Chicks is acts actively involved. Uh and I and want to correct this. Car Chicks with an X. I invite you listening right now. Not while you're driving, car chicks. Put that in your membrane and get on to Facebook because uh, what Jeanette is doing by way of raising money, breast cancer awareness and research, 4-H Children Foundation, multiple sclerosis, and much more through empowering women in motorsports. She's doing amazing things. Let's see. Do we have Jeanette? Jeanette, welcome to the show. What's going on, Wrench Nation? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, now, buddy. Now, listen, I could, I smell, I smell stuff. 
I'll smell <laughs> stuff. All right. Are you racing? Are you by the track? What do you What do you got going on? What are you doing over there? I'm over here baking, actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it? It's hot out there. <laughs> it it is it is kind of it is kind of hot. It's a little sticky. I am at the racetrack. We just moved in this morning. Route 66 Raceway for the NHRA Nationals uh, Car Chicks Grudge Match. Man, it's going down in two days. Two All right, days. Well, we want to get knee deep in how you put all this together. But more importantly, Jeanette, how did you get involved in this mess of racing? I mean, how'd you start all this stuff? You know, Frank, I, I, I get asked this a lot and it just kind of happened. I was always, I was always in the cars. You know, I started going to automotive school when I was like a teenager, like 16 years old. My first job was at a quick lube. You know, I got my first car kind of behind my parents' back, and they're like, well, how are you going to afford to maintain it? So I had to learn how to fix it because I didn't have any money. I was broke, you know. And, um, you know, I started going to uh, – I got my associate's degree in marketing, went on to the university, got a degree in business. And while I was going to college, I started working at Great Lakes Dragway. And what's interesting is initially I was hired to be a bartender. And I was oh, okay, time out. Wait a minute. We got to stop it right there. <laughs> was, was somebody trying to profile the Jeanette? I mean, you you coming up as a wrench, and they're like, oh, you can work as a bartender. <laughs> really? Hey, turn and wrench is slang and drinks. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Right? <laughs> I guess it's all relative. You. It sounds like you just had, you did what you had to do, man, to keep it going. You, you know, I did. And, you know, and I think it's a combination of everyone's always like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, okay, but I've also have worked really hard. And, you know, and I think a lot of, a lot of people, like a lot of people see the end result. They don't see the struggles in between the late nights. You know, um, everything wasn't always gumdrops and lollipops, and it still isn't today. It requires a lot of hard work. Like success isn't owned, like it's rented, and that rent is due every day, and that is very true. Um, so what, what ended up happening is the guy in the staging lanes had some kind of nervous breakdown or something. He quit. And so the owner of Great Lakes Dragway grabbed me out of the bar, handed me a walkie talkie and said, pull the cars out, kid. And that's all he said. And I did that for five years. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a minute now. Wait. Some dude had a nervous a breakdown. breakdown and you're like, get out of my way. I'm taking over. Give me that walkie talkie. I'll, I'll make it happen. And you know what? I loved it. I loved it. Like, so pretty much my full-time job was I'd have like, say 300 cars on a given day. And I'd have to make sure that they got down safely down the track on time. And we had to have the whole program finished by, you know, like say like 10 o'clock or 1145. Um, about three years into that, I started at, um, I started leaving the staging lane area and becoming a starter. So I was literally the person when the car does the burnout and comes up, I have to decide within seconds if those cars are safe enough to go down the track and flip the switch or call it and say they're not safe or also be a first responder. If, you know, God forbid there was an accident or someone, a nitrous backfire or something like that. So you learn a lot really fast. It's a very exciting uh, environment to work in. It's also very dangerous, but you meet a lot of amazing people. And I'm very fortunate to say a lot of those people that I met over the years are now family. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's buku respect for that. I want to, I want to bring it back though. You mentioned, um, how do you know if you've got two rails getting ready to take off, and you're responsible for pulling the plug? Give us an idea what you're looking for and what, 
what matters that you'd pull the plug? How do you do that? Oh. Well, one of the first things I'm looking for is I'm looking for anything. I'd be looking for anything dripping out of the car, anything leaking, um, looking at the tires, making sure that they're not flat, anything that just looks unusual, especially like after coming out of that burnout. So, I mean, when when you do that burnout and you go to stage the car, you're going to see, you know, like streaks in the groove. So you can, you know, automatically see a lot of times you'll see things leaking, you know, and sometimes things are leaking. It's okay. Now, this is going to sound crazy, right? So if it's gas, if it's just a little bit of gas, that's okay. But if it's water, transmission fluid, you know, these street cars are running uh, antifreeze. Uh, you know, they shouldn't be running antifreeze on a racetrack, but they are. Um, you know, different things like that. If a car, if it's a street car and they're running their air conditioning unit all day and then they come to the racetrack to race at night, you're just pouring water all over the track and either you're going to slip in it or the guy behind you is going to slip in it. Yeah, so that's not, that's like a, that. yeah, that's a bad day now. Um, you right. had to, you had to quickly learn how to navigate and sort of be diplomatic. Listen, safety's first, but I imagine right. you probably a uh, few of these folks wanted to throw down and argue. Hey, listen, uh, why are you stopping me? I, I've worked really hard. That that must have been uh, treacherous for you. I mean, how do you how do you deal with that? Well, let me just say those conversations didn't have that nice uh, flowy tone that you <laughs> I would be, I, but, let's just face it, I, I would have, I mean, Susie, if we had, I mean, that's got to be tough for someone and it happens, yeah. but hey, you got to, that track's got to be a certain, you can't be messy, you can't have antifreeze sliding down while somebody's doing a burnout right. on the next run. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, people will be upset at first. And for, usually it's something that they could push off to the side in the best right way. Maybe they had over tank that was um, overflowing or, you know, they just, you know, changed something. So there's a little drips of oil and they could go clean it up. You know, and other times it's something major. Um, but for the most part, I mean, safety is number one. We want to make sure everyone's going down the track safe, safely. We want to make sure the guy behind you is going down the track safely. And we also want to make sure you don't oil down the whole track because then we could be down potentially for hours cleaning it up with tractors and rice ash and that's not fun yeah no doubt and it's i mean safety is number one i i've done some work with nhra blake alexander robert Hyde, and i know that uh we've never had john force on but i know that you you've done some work with uh, the nhra john force many people don't realize um was behind a lot of the safety concerns and bringing that to attention. Do you see this new age of a modern day I mean everybody wants to run that track fast. They want strategized right. down mechanically, rubber, temperature, dialing everything in or if you management and so on. But at the end of the day that safety is number one. Do you see a new awareness out there? Because uh, it seems like fans sometimes Let's just call it. I'm sorry. Ignorance when they, I'm coming to see the wrecks. I mean, that's, right. that's, you know, I mean, so you see a new heightened awareness about that. Well, and I see, I definitely see it both ways. I see, I've seen over the years, like, I mean, that's why a lot of these, like, small tire drag rate classes, they're becoming eighth mile. Like, eighth mile used to just be, like, from what we understood, like a down south thing. Now that's more of an acceptable thing up north. And it's not that the cars can't do quarter mile. It's just like they are going so fast. It's it's a safety it's a safety concern, you know. And then on the flip side, like some of the people that 
you know, we're, um, we have a number of friends and even like Leah Oaks, who's coming here tomorrow, you know, she does no prep. And unfortunately, there's a lot of accidents and no prep racing. And unfortunately, that's what I think that helps in drawing the crowds. People want to see that. Let's just be honest, Frank. Videos online. I mean, a video that I know, know man. A- We're competing. <laughs> I was just saying that earlier. Like I know, I got three seconds, and people are listening, and then they go. What is with the three-second world we live in? Right. Jeez. But I want to ask you about the no prep because I find that fascinating. And absolutely, uh, people are on the edge of their seat. Give us an idea. What is the difference between prep and no prep? What's the essence of that? So pretty much with, um, so here we are at NHRA Nationals. The track is going to be fully prepped. And when I say prepped, they take like a traction compound, probably like BHC, and, you know, they'll drag the track to get it to hook, that mean, you know, make sure, sure your tires stick on it. And they also spray it with this traction compound, right? So and that's generally what most drag racing events are like. Now, no prep racing is supposed to stimulate street racing. And so they will not lay down traction compound. And a, a number of traction promoters go as far as taking a scraper with a torch and literally scraping the rubber off the track. And it can be very dangerous because a lot of these cars are super, super fast. And sometimes it could be, I mean, sometimes it goes, uh, you know, a nice clean pass from A to B. And sometimes it looks like a pinball, a pinball machine. And oh, that can that's, be, yeah, that's yeah. very unfortunate, but it happens. And I think a lot of people that enter, the, all people that enter no preparation no, are aware of the consequences, but they also accept it because of the excitement. And a lot of these races are paying large payouts. Yeah, if you guys are just joining us, we got uh, the talented uh, Jeanette Desjardins from Car Chicks, uh, C-H-I-X. I invite you, especially if you're catching this on the replay, take a moment. It's important to support uh, the talent that we have on the show because, as you said, Jeanette, really straight up, this is like we never get to a place where, okay, we're done. We've made it. I mean, <laughs> we are hustling, and Jeanette, you are a champion uh, for women in uh, in the women's motorsports. In fact, let's let's get right back into the business side real quick before we take a break i'm going to ask you one question you started this women of motorsports contest back in 2011 you've seen that grown big time yes i mean when we first did the first women of motorsports contest i had 50 entries and you know the top 12 got put into our calendar now we've seen hundreds and hundreds i think last year the year before we had 498 women submit from all over the world And to the point where, you know, Facebook shut us down because there's so much traffic. They thought we got hacked, you know. Oh, jeez, come on. That's Zuckerberg, man. Leave. Don't mess with car people, Zuckerberg. I keep telling you that. Mess with the Russians. Don't mess with us car people. Jeez. Jeez. I mean, I've had to upgrade my server for the website multiple times just for that contest. And now when that contest runs, I actually hire a third party to host it on theirs. So that our server stays up, you know, let them figure it out. It's yeah, worth, the, yeah. worth the money. But, yes, it's, it's, it's definitely grown, and um, it's amazing. When Chicks first started, I used to struggle to find content to write about. And now, today, 10 years later, I can barely keep up. So it's definitely women in motorsports is a growing thing. We're here to stay, and it's it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, Jeanette, hang in with us, okay? We're going to break uh, break real quick. Uh, I want to tell you right now, get on to carchicks.com. 
uh, contact us section if you're interested. Uh, listen, my 10-year-old, she wants to go fast. I mean, I can't make the boat on the water can't keep up. She's like, Dad, let's go fast. I'm like, I got a single outboard. What do you want me to do? We're on the water. I got to keep it safe. But if you're into the business of uh, competitive motorsports, uh, all my women out there, young females, moms, I know you're listening. Get off the computer right now. Get your kids down to the track. Everything available out there to get the blood, sweat, and tears of uh, competition and camaraderie. Carchicks.com. I've got Jeanette Desjardins. Hang tight. We're going to talk about the grudge race match coming tomorrow, Friday, out in Joliet. Hang tight. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com, check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Right on. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, get on to wrenchnation.tv and, of course, my podcast family on the weekends. You guys rock. I appreciate all of your reviews. Good, bad, or ugly, bring it. We want to know. Part of this show is uh, really traveling. Uh, instead, of, I don't believe in too much planning. I think planning kills magic. I think when you're at the line, if if you did all you could do by the way of horsepower, setting up the suspension, steering, whatever circuit you're into, when you're at that line, is showtime. Exactly. And I feel the same way about this show in certain respects. So when you guys get on to iTunes or what have you, Apple Podcasts, give us a sincere review. But more importantly, if you got a neighborhood rock star automotive industry type, whether they're a mechanic, whether they're just starting out in racing, let us know because this is our show and this is what this is all about. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we got Jeanette Desjardins, Car Chicks. Uh, let's get Jeanette on. You're at the track. I am at Route 66 Raceway, and uh, it's it's getting packed in here, man. It's amazing. It's really cool. Like we're uh, Scott Palmer's like parked behind me. John Forrest is right down the way for me. I mean, this is pretty amazing. Yeah, no doubt. I always tell people my first time. In fact, my kids looked at me all retarded. What's wrong with you, Dad? You nearly passed out. <laughs> this is before we we this is before we made the connection. You know, uh, over the years, we we've been very honored and grateful to to work with a few of the teams. And talk about some really genuine, down-to-earth folks. Very competitive, but at the end of the day, and that's what I admire about the NHRA. Jeanette, you got to see that. Families barbecuing. The spirit of community with NHRA is huge. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm one to say the family that races together stays together. And it's, you know, racers... Racers will give you the shirt off their back without you even asking for it. I, I can't, I can't explain just how, um, just how amazing like the whole racing family is. And uh, I'm very fortunate to have been be a part of this industry for as long as I have been, and meet the people that we have met. And um, I'm excited to see where this where this goes. There is no stop ahead. We are full steam. Yeah, and as uh, May 31st uh, tomorrow through. Uh 
June, uh, excuse me, Friday, right through the weekend, June 1st. You got this Car Chicks grudge match. What inspired you to to kick it up notches and say, you know what, we can do this. Let's get let's get some two talented ladies to, and we're going to talk about Leah and Georgina, but what, what, what gave you the idea to get this going? Well, right on. So, um, actually, I was approached by Route 66, and um, we... We had a number of meetings. We've been planning this since December, guys. I mean, it's going to be June, right? So this was this this, this there was a number of meetings and ideas thrown around about um, you know what's hot in the sport, what would be a draw for people, and how to get you know uh, you know more women involved in the small tire aspect and the no prep racing aspect. And so we came up with some different ideas, and um, you know so. I, I, I pitched the idea of having, you know, the car chick grudge match. And initially it was supposed to be part of another, um, somewhat bigger of a project, which when there's a lot of wheels turning in something this huge, sometimes they don't all fall into place when they need it to. And so um, I'm looking forward to next year of making, you know, doing something on uh, even greater scale. But this year uh, it's car chick grudge match. It's uh, Georgina Buckley versus Leah Oaks. And, Georgina Buckley and Leah Oaks, I mean, they're within a tenth of, uh, tenth of a second of each other. And so when I got to, you know, pick the ladies and I wanted to pick women, like the fastest women that I could, right, that were really close in ET times, right, so we could do a heads-up uh, race, and uh, women that uh, were part of Car Chicks and that just, you know, would represent themselves and other women, like, worldwide very well because – one of the big things that's happening here, it's not just about car chicks being at the grudge match. It's not just about car chicks being at the NHRA Nationals. I mean, we're not just representing ourselves. I see that we're representing all women in motorsports worldwide at this venue this weekend. And that's a very important thing. And, and it's a great feeling of honor and appreciation to have the opportunity to do yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you, you got to, what's in front of you, uh, and this is what I admire about you, Jeanette, with car chicks and the whole family of motorsports there. What you're doing is, look, there's all kinds of planning. We're etching, we're sketching, we're dotting I's and crossing T's. But when it comes to the day of, it's competitive and you let it go and it's in the spirit of the future. And I really admire what you're doing with car chicks. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. I, I really I really appreciate that. And I know, you know, we've we've talked, you know, over the years and just I mean, i I've, I've seen, you know, your show grow and I know you've watched us grow and it's I'm pretty excited to be, um, to you know, be where we're at and just yeah. where it's all going. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I got to let the folks know, uh, all my podcast family and uh, all my radio heads out there, um, you do an amazing show with Teresa's Garage Radio Show, eleven eighty. Uh, AM. I believe this is based out of Nevada, so we want to give a big shout out to Reese's Garage Radio Show. I'm going to actually have that link up on our Wrench Nation. If you can't get enough of car talk, you guys get on over to Teresa's Garage Radio Show. And Jeanette, you hang with that show every show quite often, yeah? Yes, I do, and thank you, thank you. Yeah, Teresa. Teresa is amazing. Teresa is a mechanic. She's um, you know, she's a, a she's a rock star. Yeah. She, yeah. she is amazing. And she she's a trailblazer for the industry. And we actually met on Twitter out of all places. Like she messaged me one time and I messaged her and we just kind of chatted. And then she interviewed me and then, bam, like I became like co-host on a radio show. And we didn't meet until we met at FEMA like two years ago. 
actually ran into each other, which is hard to believe because we're both like five foot two. <laughs> See, that's how it is, man. The universe brings it together with a little tweet hood action. Now you got your Twitter hood all aligned up. Now, listen, I got to get back. Oh, I hear some rumble. Oh, there you go. Oh, I hear. Oh, yeah. I hear some rumble. Oh, man. Get your gas mask yep. on. Oh, gosh. My knees are shaking. Oh, we're going to burp those engines, baby. <laughs> I, I tell keep you. telling everyone, smell the nitro. It's oh, real yeah. Thing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get down into this madness of, of a grudge match. I did have, we were honored to have uh, Boosted GT. Of course, Discovery Channel reached down and said, hey, we would like to uh, highlight Boosted GT. And one thing I learned about Boosted GT from Street Outlaws, there's a lot of trash talking, and uh, most of it is uh, pretty straight up. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. You know, I'm actually, uh, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, he's he a good guy. He has come up to our events in Chicago before. We do um, we have Anarchy No Prep coming up next weekend, and uh, it used to be known as King of the Streets, and he was he was very well known to come up there and give the guys a run for their money. Yeah, he's a competitor. I mean, there's no that's Absolutely. a guy that will burn midnight oil with the rest of them. And you know, it's funny because um, in a, in a way we're reflecting, but when you're it's two o'clock in the morning and you gotta and you're running uh, and you gotta make a last minute adjustment that that isn't a little adjustment. I mean, you're in the zone, and and he reminds me of that kind of cat. Boosted GT, he's not, he's not someone to just roll over and said, "Okay, I'll come back." I didn't do well today. <laughs> oh no, they, you you get it done, and that's like there's so much passion in racing. There's so much passion in motorsports. You know, it's not for the weak-hearted. This isn't easy. So, like, you know, people are going to watch the NHRA Nationals on TV, and they're going to see these, you know, you know, beautiful A to B passes, and they're like, oh, you know, it just seems pretty easy. You don't see you know, the guys in the pitch ripping apart the motors, dropping the transmission, you know, just anything that they can do to make this race happen. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. I don't think people realize. And this weekend, I really hope to capture some of that on the Car Chick Facebook and, the, you know, Instagram stories, Facebook stories. I can't go Facebook Live on the track as part of our contract, but in the pits, I'm going to show some of the stuff that happens between, between the rounds, you know, late at night. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, no one has to, you know, rebuild any motors or transmissions. But it might happen, and we're all well aware of that. So yeah. I want to capture that so people see the other side of racing and what really goes into it. Well, not only that, but you're, you're giving an opportunity for. Now, I always mention youngsters, but even even us fifty somethings that are out there that say, hey, you know what, I've never done this. And sometimes, I mean, you're right. You see it glorified on TV. Um, it, it's set up nicely. It's clean. It's very polished for the most part, but I think it's a different perspective when you can bring that behind the scenes because I think it reduces the anxiety. When somebody shows up to the track like that right there, yeah. I hear it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we just want we a little bit of bourbon action there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is you, you're very, you bring people behind the production, and I think it gives folks a bit more, not cockiness, but confidence that, you know what? Maybe I can jump in this arena. Uh, we have a lot of younger motorsport teams that, listen, quite frankly, uh, they're, they're struggling with sponsorships right now. And they're, you know, they may have been healthy for six months strong and then all of a sudden whatever. Speaking of sponsorships in the future of NHRA, uh, my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, of course, John Force, uh, JFR Racing, uh, John Force is not going anywhere from NHRA, but um, there's a chance that he's going to slowly come out of that rail end of year. He's getting up in age. How important 
important is it for JFR, John Ford specifically, to stay connected, uh, the face of NHRA, if you will, as uh, we've got other talents that are starting to come up? Well, I think John Force and um, John Force is an amazing driver. He's also one of the most recognized drivers. I believe he's also one of the most winniest, which I think that's such a weird word, winniest, winniest driver. Hey, we're, we're car and, people. We can say winning and yanking, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird to say that. Um, I don't see his, like, if he were, one day, let's be honest, he's going to have to retire, right? But I don't see him actually, like, fully stepping away from this board and just taking off the board and going fishing for the rest of his life. John Force is here to stay. He's not going anywhere. Just like Shirley Muldowney. Shirley Muldowney may not be driving. Cha-cha. Cha-cha. May not be driving anymore. But guess what? She is going to be here this weekend. She is actually the honorary grand marshal and yeah. part of the, the whole car chicks grudge match deal, which is amazing. And, you know, so just like her, she, they, he will still have a presence in this sport. And I think it's very important that he does just, um, just to, just to continue the tradition, which I think that I could see that he's doing with his daughters. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think carrying that tradition. I, yeah, exactly. And I think that other, you know, other parents, you know, of children of any age, I think that they should take note and look at that, whether it's drag racing or a different kind of sport. Somebody needs to get these kids involved to have them experience this kind of environment to see if they like it. You yeah. know, if we don't, if we could just go next time they go to the races, if you could knock on your neighbor's door and invite your neighbor and his kids, take them to the racetrack for their first time, we can start growing the next generation of racers or motorsports enthusiasts or automotive enthusiasts. That's yeah. all it takes because once we're gone, we're gone. Yeah, no you know? doubt. And these kids with their organic, gluten-free cars nowadays, it's making me a little nervous, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I know. I hear you, man. That's uh, that's something we deal with in the garage now. We've got, uh, you know, alternative-based interiors. But just to set the record, with all due respect to John Force, uh, 149 wins, 16 championships. Uh, he's been active since 1978. That's amazing. It is amazing. Um, I I do. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Have you ever heard John Force's story? Um, Bits and pieces. I have. Yeah, but tell us. Let me give some cliff notes. So uh, anyone listening, Competition Plus, Bobby Bennett, he does this amazing series, uh, pretty much showing it's like a documentary about pro drivers and like how they came up in their history. And it's like maybe five to ten minute long. It's a video series. And I saw John Forces, and I cried. And I'm not a crier. I cried. And it was right around Christmas. And he, John Force, like, you go to the racetrack, and people will be like, well, it's not like I'm John Force with eight motors. Well, you know what? John Force didn't always have eight motors. John Force actually grew up very poor in, in like, a trailer park, from what I understand. And they, they didn't have anything. John Force worked, worked his tail off to have those eight motors in his trailer right now, to have, like, you know, four, five, six rigs. And so anyone, just go to Competition Plus, look up the these documentary series. They've done it on a number of different racers, and they're very, they're done very well. Yeah, and check so that John out. John has an amazing story. Yeah, CompetitionPlus.com with uh, Bobby Bennett. You guys can check that out. Um, would like to supplement with... Uh, what Jeanette is saying, you guys catch that. It's uh, it, it's it's interesting. See, I, and that's the thing. We, we, we sort of see the end. I always say, let's go back to the beginnings. I don't care who the person is. Uh, and quite frankly, for folks like us, we're humble about what we do. But there isn't a day that you, Jeanette, 
Susie Sockets up in here with the hippity hip action. We will not, we, we, we do not forget day one. Maybe that was 10 burritos for a dollar. And, and what I tell a lot of my youngsters out there, whether they're in the garage doing, a, you know, we do the car clinics or what have you, is it, it doesn't end, man. Like you don't ever get to a point where you can just sit back and say, ah, I made it. Right. Right. No, you don't. Success success is not owned. It's rented every day. Right. All right. Before we get to the break, I want to tease the folks. Tell us something interesting about these two talented racers that are getting ready to hit the track Friday and compete. What do we need to well, know? Uh, North, North versus South, Turbo versus Nitrous. And let me tell you, they've been all over these interviews, all nice and friendly. But after that first hit on Friday, I think those helmets are coming off. They're oh, very no, Oh, yeah, it's going to be a cat scratching <laughs> yep. fail right there on the track. All right, well, you're going to hang with us because I want to bring you over to the to the next break. We want to talk about some of the business things that, uh, that you're doing in the marketing world and, and how it relates to many of our listeners, our younger motorsports teams, and the value you bring regarding the market's ability to sponsor. Sometimes we don't get that right, and we can race the whole whole season passionately, but boy, oh boy, we can get broke quick. So stay tuned. Jeanette Desjardins with Car Chicks next. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Hey, Gilbert friends, when we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car excellence, integrity, workmanship. Those are large words. Well, I got to tell you, a little place on Cooper and Warner in Gilbert, the car shop, you've got to meet Chris Baldrin, the car shop. He is absolutely on top of his game. He's a certified technician, has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop. So if you're out in Gilbert, Warner, and Cooper, you've got to visit Chris Baldrin at the car shop. Friendly, knowledgeable, eager to take care of you with no funny business. So reach out to the car shop, 480-855-8000, 480-855-8000. The car shop, Warner off of Cooper. Jeanette Desjardins, car chicks with an X. Jeanette, welcome back. 
Thanks for having me back. It's an awesome show. We appreciate you spending time. And, and what were, I mean, Susie, what were you going to think that Jeanette was going to be calling from her kitchen drinking coffee? No, man, she's at <laughs> no, the track. <laughs> we got some organic sound in the background. I love it. Thanks. No, and we got some, we got some really organic smells over here. Um, <laughs> There's nothing I, wrong I with that. I actually love the smell of brace gas. I, I, hopefully I don't smell too much of it, but it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing being at the racetrack, especially at uh, the NHRA Nationals and, you know, set up, set up uh, you know, put it right next to some of your favorite legendary drivers. It's pretty cool. It is, and I think that's uh, pretty neat. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I would I would argue to those fans that seem to go and get their popcorn after the big boys and girls run, really stay on the stands for these younger teams that are coming up. Um, look, they're going to race. They're going to do their bit. But when I go, I, you know, we do the, the what was the Firebird uh, yeah. Motorsports uh, Speedway over here. I'm I'm sitting and I'm seeing that this that the stands just empty out and here are these younger teams that are really not that they could care they couldn't care less honestly I think I mean they want support but they're going to run and gun either way. Do you see that, Jeanette? I do. I do. How does that make you, know, you feel? It's, it's disappointing and. Let me just put it in perspective. So Erica Enders, the first woman to ever win Pro Stock Championship, right? She started off in junior dragsters. And so, you know, by when when you see these younger teams and, you know, the junior dragsters coming up, like, don't leave the stand. Stand there and support them. They, You know, yeah. they need support. And you never know. You could be watching one of these kids go down the track that becomes the next John Force in like 30 years. You know, you never know. Yeah, you got to support that. Speaking of support, you're doing some pretty incredible things. Uh, You're on the track. You're organizing. uh, You're deep-rooted into the sport, motorsports in general, of course, with uh, NHRA drag racing at all levels. Uh, Behind the scenes, you are doing some pretty incredible things by way of helping teams, motorsport teams, on the business side of things. Tell us what you're doing there. So that's true. So I also, I also, uh, in addition of Card Chicks, I own an internet marketing company and consulting called Cranket Media. And so I mostly like do the website development and social media marketing, but a lot of companies will have me come in in terms of consulting and show them how to pretty much use the internet to um, benefit their business or their events or their race team and the different things that you can do in terms of, I hate to use the word manipulate because it sounds so dirty. Well, it's brand reach. It's not. Listen, I, I go back. I, I, I want to interject respectfully uh, because what you're doing is not an easy gig because there are some that would believe, you know, I'm just going to focus on the on race day, what it takes in the garage to mechanically get this thing up and going. But at the end of the day, whatever brand you have, you need brand reach, like, and now right. more than ever, more than you know, ever, you have the opportunity if you're willing to work for it to get on, right. and, and and that's what you're talking about. Absolutely, and so one of the so to put it in like perspective, like, so now when companies want to meet with me, and companies reach out to me now, like I don't have to really reach out to them, which is fascinating. But I mean, that took years to happen, years. And nowadays, the first thing that they want to see or ask me about is how many followers I have online and not just how many followers. They want to see some of my insights. They want to see how many people I'm reaching, um, how many, you know, the different target markets, things like that. Now, you know, let's backtrack eight years ago. No one cared about my Facebook following because no one saw it as a serious tool back then. 
And, you know, back then I was trying to get companies on board with social media and Card Chicks was grown solely by the Internet, solely by social media. And it just took off like crazy. And after by the second year of running Card Chicks, a company started approaching me saying, Jeanette, I saw what you did with Card Chicks with, uh, you know, the social media and the Internet marketing and things like that. Can you do that for my business? And I said, yes. And I've had a number of these clients for, you know, eight, nine years now, and they're very successful. So outside of, like, just going to the racetrack on the weekend and trying to, you know, win races and telling your potential sponsors, I'll put a sticker on the car, it's way more involved than that. Yeah. I mean, you need, you need to go way beyond just putting a sticker in your car. I mean, and it's not about what you want from the sponsor. It's about what can you do for them. Because let me tell you, you're not the only one banging on their door asking them for some money or asking for some parts. What can you do for them? And it shouldn't be seen as a sponsorship per se. It just should be seen as a partnership. Yeah, no doubt. A relationship. Working together. Yeah. Growing together. I mean, I think that's uh, that's important. Um, I think it's a difficult time now, too. There, There's the Very. other end of that. And I would just tell you guys tuning in right now. Don't be the fool to go. I'm not knocking my Indonesian brothers and sisters, but please don't go out to Indonesia and buy you likes and no. followers. Oh, no. It, let me tell you, because there are, I've seen this, you know, you got to be organic. And I'm going right. to add Jeanette to what you're saying. And this is the real and raw. I don't care if you're in motorsports or you bake cookies and you want the world to know about it. You got to do it. Because it's got to be self-serving. A lot of you are going to say, what do you mean self-serving? Well, because you like to do it, man. Right. You're passionate about it. You can't do something because, well, they said I could do it and I think they'll like it. Because that's where you don't survive. And that's what you see. You get people out there that they get into this mess. And you know this, Jeanette. You've been at this actively for 10 years with car chicks. You know that right. the beginnings are always messy. And so I say to you folks listening... Don't give up on it, man. If you believe in it, no. who cares about the likes and all this? Do it for yourself. I'll give you a tip. Think of social media as your own personal photo scrapbook. Look back and drive that spirit from that. Because I see all the wrong reasons for folks. I tell my 10-year-old daughter, and it's not easy, Jeanette, because she's like, I mean, she's cool. I mean, she's you know, she likes the puppies. She's putting the puppies up, and that's cool. But I know <laughs> that's going to change, and I ask her, why do you do that? And at this point, she's still organic. She's like, well, Dad, I like puppies. I yeah. like puppies. Not because that room <laughs> over there said, well, we like puppies. How come you don't like puppies? Am right. I right? You're I'm absolutely right. right. I must be and naive, though, because I didn't know you can buy likes. You can go to these, yeah. these clickbait farms. I didn't these know people, that. These, and let yeah. me, can I just elaborate on why that's even really more horrible? Now... So everyone wants to have over 100,000 likes. They're going to throw their credit card on some shoddy website where, you know, some guy's wife probably just took your credit card to go buy yourself a coach purse, all right? Second of all, having fake followers does not help you because those people are never going to interact with your page. They're never going to buy anything from you. They're never going to convert to a call to action. So I'd rather have, I like working with clients that have 5,000 legit followers that actually have an interest in their business as opposed to somebody that's backtracking from this nightmare of buying fake followers 
because they're 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 just they're fake accounts. They're never going to do anything for you, and it's actually killing your engagement rate. So they'll take like um, a, there's a calculation between how many followers you have and how many reactions, likes, comments, and shares you have, and then that will equal your engagement rate. So if you have a hundred thousand fans and only five thousand are real, you're going to have a, a horrible engagement level. So just don't do it. Yeah. Wow. Worst case, if you feel needy, get go old school. I say get on the corner with a megaphone and just start barking. <laughs> I mean, let's go old school. People will then somebody say, well, "What's that fool doing over there?" <laughs> but I uh, I admire what you're saying there, and I and I can imagine that it does. You got to crack on that door with a lot of these uh, motorsports teams to make them realize that you know that's important. I, I do want to point out because I I think it's really awesome carchicks.com head on over to the store Jeanette you've got some pretty cool you got some graffiti team car chicks uh, stickers over there you got some jewelry racing you got oh my goodness you've got this is like you got headers attached as the <laughs> horns of this I don't know what that is you got a shirt that says don't be a dipstick I'm gonna buy that one because some days cute. I feel like that one yeah that's cute so I, I just wanted to get yeah <laughs> That's our number one selling shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think we should probably, you know, I mean, somebody send us up to government. Don't be a dipstick. That I is mean, cute. Listen to us card people. So any last parting words about the race weekend that's coming? The floor is yours, Jeanette. Sure. Thank you. Um, again, Card Chicks Grudge Match is going down this weekend. Route 66, NHRA Nationals. History in the making. We have Georgina Buckley with the 2005 Ford Mustang nitrous-powered uh, racing against Leah Oaks from Texas with a 78 Ford Fairmont wagon that's turbo-powered. It will be the best two out of three. We will have two hits on Friday, one hit on Saturday. Uh, if you are in the area, you want to come down, you're more than welcome to. You could go to Route66Raceway.com, use promo card code C-A-R-C-H-I-X-1-9, that's Carchix-1-9, and $5 from each ticket sold will be donated to the Pink Hills Joliet Chapter Foundation. And what they do, it's a nonprofit organization that raises awareness and funds for families and nonprofit entities that assist in those battling cancer. So come on out. I mean, this is... This is it, folks. I mean, it does not get any better than this. And, um, you know, come and support your local racetracks. Come and support your local racers. And um, i got to give a shout-out to my sponsors, if you don't mind. Of um, course. We, give a shout-out to the sponsors. We thank just, you. Yeah. I, you know, if it's, it's so important to, you know, I, I can't thank my sponsors enough for believing with me. Some of these sponsors have been with me since day one. And, you know, when we, we were nowhere where we were today, and so thank you. And that's Otherworld Computing, OWC Pro IT Services, Chicago Intermodal Trucking, Speedwire Systems, Redline Motorsports, and, of course, Crinket Media. Um, and, again, big shout-out to NHRA, Route 66 Raceway. Thank you for having a Car Chicks Grudge Match. It's an honor to be here. And, ladies, we're not going to let you down. That's nice. what we're talking about, Jeanette. You rock. Please stay in touch, and uh, we gotta we gotta connect, man. I don't care if we get go karts or something. We gotta race. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you're the first place I'm coming when I come out to Asia. Yeah, nice. Wrench Nation in the house. Thank you so much, uh, Jeanette Desjardins with Car Chicks. You rock. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great day. Great job, Jeanette. Yeah, and that's the genuine of it. Uh, you know, so I invite you guys, carchicks.com. Get on Instagram. Um, you can catch the goings-ons. And please, 
my youngsters out there, man, if you've got a bug to race, there are outfits out there that want to support that. You just got to find them. Also, get on to WrenchNation.tv, WrenchNation Facebook. Man, as I tell you, what a show, Susie. Great show. Yeah. Loved it. I just love hanging with everyone every week. And as I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.